It's the Exit 52 podcast, instant analysis time after a 20-19 to Pittsburgh Steeler win on Sunday afternoon in Pittsburgh. The Ravens, close game, late game, luck finally runs out, tying the game with the final seconds and then unable to convert a two-point conversion that would have won the football game at the end of the fourth quarter. Ravens give up 17 fourth-quarter points to give up a lead in a game they led throughout, unable to convert red zone opportunities into touchdowns, which I think is one of the stories of the game. The defense unable to hold the lead in the fourth quarter. Certainly a team loss in a game where the Ravens could have gone to nine and three and held them the number one seed in the AFC, could have capitalized on a, a loss from the Bengals and really put the Pittsburgh Steelers season out of mis- um, you know, out of their misery. Uh, they did none of those things and they go um, leave Pittsburgh with a loss in a game they probably should have won. Uh, Banks already TLD. Let either of you take this one. Overall thoughts on what feels. Hey, Banks, floor. I'm floor's all yours. I'll let you get it off. I'm miserable. I hate everything right now. I'm absolutely distraught. Um, you you may or may not have been on Twitter in the last 20 30 minutes, but Marlon Humphrey is out for the season with a pectoral injury. Um, we are fucked. We're fucked. I mean, you saw Anthony Averett out there. We've seen this on numerous occasions. He just can't seem to – he's constantly out of position. He's constantly just losing guys in, in coverage. He just – it's a disaster. It's a disaster. And if he's covering guys like Jamar Chase and Cooper Cup um, down the stretch here in big games, like how can you possibly rely on a guy like that? You know, in, in small pockets, when, when you put a guy in position – He's, he's had some success. He's had good games, but just, there's just, I mean, it's so frustrating so many times a day and we had complete control of that game. Like it was our game the entire way. We dominated the first quarter the second quarter. Didn't punch in. We had the dumb interception early. Like we just, just didn't capitalize. And we continued to breathe life into that building. And I mean, in the fourth quarter, the entire fourth quarter felt like your vintage 2008, Steelers Ravens game the towels were going I wanted to vomit everywhere I uh, couldn't breathe it, it it just felt inevitable the entire time and then um to drive down the field I mean kudos to Lamar and and his guys Sammy Watkins was really crucial on that drive DuVernay with a big catch on that drive um you got to give him credit for that and the set, the two-point conversion play I mean what what can, what more can you really say about it? I mean, it was there, um, but they brought pressure and and when they bring pressure, you, you're out of sync a little bit and you pay Mark Andrews a lot of money to make tough catches and he didn't make a tough catch there. Um, it's, it's, it's a tough catch, but you would have loved to have seen him bring that in. And, um, it seems like more times than not, Andrews has not come up with the catch in the big spots. And it's a source of frustration for a lot of people. And um, it's the, the future just looks real bleak right now. It doesn't necessarily, I mean, it just, the offensive line can't block anybody. I'm just, I'm just a mess right now. It sucks. It sucks. It, it feels like they left. I'm with you. Like the first half, it seemed like they were dominating. And then you looked up at the scoreboard and you're like, oh shit. Like this is, they just couldn't, like you said, they couldn't punch it in. Ravens had the ball. The, their time of possession in the first half, 23 minutes and 30 seconds, is insane. 
like that's the just the like that's the Ravens football. You keep the ball, you just keep pounding, and again, it's gonna wear down on them. And then it was almost like a polar opposite in the second half. Like you said, I mean, like they fans stayed in it, stadium stayed in it, Renegade was probably popping, the towels were going, and as long as that's going and, and Big Ben has a pulse, you know, the Steelers are gonna gonna have a chance. And I was completely wrong. They weren't the dead dog that needed to be taken out back and you know, old yellered, but they the yeah, thing I mean, is they are. We just don't have ammo. We're just out of ammo. We're we've used all our bullets. Like Marlin's gone. We just we're I just can't. I'm having a real difficult time right now in this moment, feeling like this team is gonna have anything left in the tank for these five games with the, the amount of guys we don't have. Yeah. And I mean, that's the tough part again. It's not like Marlon was having a pro bowl career year. He's still by far and away the best, their best cornerback. And, and he still played well this year. Um, and yeah, I mean, going up against, like you said, the, the teams that you listed, the Bengals, who else is it? The, uh, the Rams, the, the Packers with Devontae Anthony, Adams, I mean, Anthony Averett, Jimmy Smith and, and Tavon young. It's like, that's, that's, that's gotta be terrifying. Um, and yeah, I mean the, the 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 Marlin injury. That's just when it rains, it pours. It's just a, that's a terrible injury again at a terrible time, and and it's just the injuries just keep piling up. And I'm not one of those guys that's like, oh, it's a franchise, it's a strength and conditioning thing. I think that's just a freak injury that happens. But I mean the the injury, the unlucky injuries they've had this year, just it's it's insane. They have two of the top what 10, 12 cornerbacks in in the league, and and both out for the year now and and yeah it's tough um you talked about the, the the lamar interception the interceptions are a problem with him now i think over the last what six games he's got he's got 10 picks i mean it, it's a lot it, it's 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 got to be a talking point now he's making a lot of this just those dumb kind of lazy throws into the end zone like he's done that a couple times um it's i don't know it's it's got to be talked about um the offense just isn't clicking. It doesn't see, I mean, 61 points in the last four games, 61 points was like a good game and a half for the Ravens, you know, last year, 2019. I mean, 15 points a game from this team is not with, with, with the firepower that we've seen them have. And, and, you know, even, even earlier this year, obviously they're missing guys, but it's, I, I don't know. I mean, it, it's a tough stretch again in the gauntlet time of the season. And, and it's just, these injuries are piling up and it's, it's not a good time for them. But again, I mean, Eight and four, still first in the division. You know they got they got help with the Bengals' loss today. Um, like like you said, things are looking bleak, but they're still up there. And and it's the, the Bengals' schedule isn't isn't a cakewalk either. So yeah, it's and, uh, it's frustrating with with Lamar because it feels like he's his legs now are lifelines and not weapons. Like he's using them to run for his life every single play and then it seems like the the four or five times a game when he gets all the time and space in the world he just doesn't throw it and you can't see if anyone's open or not but it just i don't know if he's hesitant to pull the trigger or what but um he's he's getting pressured at a rate at which i'm not sure if i've ever seen a quarterback pressured and when he and he's not handling it well either. It's just snowballed. So it's just a recipe for, for disaster because he has no, he's got no trust in the guys in front of him right now. And that makes him uncomfortable. And when he gets uncomfortable, he rolls out and tries to make something happen. And it's, it's the, it's the catch 22 of this. Like it's tough to tell a guy 
after he throws the interception like that to say like, Hey, we don't need you to be a hero on that, but also we need you to be a hero every single Sunday for 60 minutes. You know, it's a tough like line to toe because we need that guy to be a hero all the time. So when he tries to go do hero things, it's tough to really like rag on him. It's, it's just, it's just a tough situation. It's you, you talked about him being under pressure. So Viviano tweeted Mark or Lamar Jackson sacked seven times in a loss to Pittsburgh. Ravens quarterbacks have been sacked 43 times this year on pace for 61 sacks. That's a ton of, and their franchise record for sacks is 56 and 99. 61 sacks is a ton of sacks. Yeah. Like, and again, that's not even factoring in the times that he gets rid of the ball and he's still getting clobbered. Again, I mean, Villanueva, it's it, it's it's been a problem since game one. And it's again, we're in week 12, 13, whatever we are. It's yeah, and it, I mean Macari, it sounds like he's out for a couple weeks again. I think he missed some time earlier. I mean, it's just it's a it's a rotating it's it, they they just can't find any stability in the Bozeman is like the only guy that that's provided yeah. that that you know security blanket all year and guess what guys are free agent at the end of the year that, yeah. that that's that's a guy that i mean because again we're, we're going to start hearing these conversations ricard's a free agent obviously lamar deal lamar's deal needs to get done and and bozeman is a free agent so again if he walks i mean that line next year they've got to address that in the off in the off season in the draft and free agency they've got to do something yeah i th- I, th- I think it's a really it's a really interesting crossroads and it's, it's a point. I feel like I belabor every week uh, this team at eight and four feels like it feels like it easily be four and eight. Um, and, and I was sitting there thinking like, Oh my God, if they make this two point conversion, this is going to be the wildest nine and three team. I think I've ever seen this team doesn't feel like they're nine and three at all. It doesn't feel like they're moving in a direction that a nine and three should be team should be moving to, but they're also nine and three. I agree. I think, I, I think there's a combination of things going on offensively. The offensive line play is just not good. It's just not, um, they're, they're not, I mean, we talk about the pressure Lamar's under, there's not a lot of holes in the running game as there haven't been all year. And at a certain point, you know, and Romo and Nance harped on it. Ravens are in third and long again. 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 You know, another stop for a loss on first down a run. Oh, it's, it's second and nine. It's second and 11. It's second and 12. It's like, it's not the recipe for success as we've talked about all year long, trying to get ahead of the sticks and, and doing it, you know, that's great for every offense, but especially for the Ravens like to do the offensive line play is not there. I, I, th- I thought other than the 99 yard drive and the drive at the end of the game, I thought Lamar Jackson was just very, very average to below average throughout the entire game. I think it's a tremendous point you make banks to say his legs are becoming more of a lifeline rather than a weapon. They're also becoming a liability when he, tries to extend plays or take sacks to, to, you know, make drives harder on himself. Like he's got to make better decisions when he's under pressure to either throw the ball away, you know, check the ball down. Um, you know, he, he, he runs backwards a lot of the time and tries to extend and, and that gets him into a lot of trouble. The pick, the pick on the first drive of the game is a decision he can't make at this point. Like, yeah. you got the best kicker in football. Like, you've got to go down. You've got to figure it out and not throw that ball up into the back of the end zone. Because guess what? That's a gigantic three points they they left off the board there. The Ravens didn't execute in the red zone. That, that's that's my biggest takeaway. If they score one touchdown when they're down there, um, 
on some of those shorter field goal makes, the game is pretty much over. Like the Ravens defense gives up 17 fourth quarter points, but also put the Steelers away for three quarters and was just waiting for the Ravens offense to just win the game. Like they could have won the game already throughout the entire. And as you said, Banks, just allowed life to stay in the stadium, allowed life to stay within the fans, allowed life to stay within the Steelers. And then eventually they come back and there's good enough guys on the other side, Deontay Johnson and, and big Ben finds a little life. And, you know, all of a sudden they're winning the game. Um, you know, the, the Marlon Humphrey injury is huge. And the Ravens at this point feel like just, this feels like a team. This feels like a season from hell situation from an injury standpoint. And that's just the way that it seems, but in the specific part of this four quarters, like the, they just never had, despite how resilient and tough the Ravens have been all year, they just did not, they didn't have a killer instinct in this game. The killer instinct didn't put, didn't put the Steelers away. They just never, they never were able to just, you know, slice off their head and, and, and finish it. And uh, that's, you know, when you let a team stay in the game and it's great, you know, a lot is going to be made of the two point conversion decision. You know, I love the stick the knife in their hearts. The Ravens also have the best kicker in the league and have a clear advantage that way going to overtime. Unlike Boswell who missed an extra point and then inexplicably kicked the ball out of bounds to allow the Ravens to, you know, have a lot better chance to drive the ball down the field at the end. So, you know, John Harbaugh is a guy that I think everyone trusts around here and you kind of give him the benefit of it out there, but definitely interesting. And Lamar's probably got to make a little better throw. Mark Andrews got to make a catch and it's a tough catch. It's yeah. tough. To get Watts all up in Lamar's face. He makes him step up. Lamar tries to flick the ball. Is it a tough one-handed tip to himself? Like Romo's like, if it's a little closer to tip to himself, it was still a tip to himself. He just didn't tip it to himself. So yeah. it also looked like he kind of stopped running. He like shuffled his feet. It's like if he runs through that catch, I think I think I think it's I think he catches it easy. Like I don't. It was again. I mean, it's a tough throw. People, I saw someone being like, "That's an easy throw. That's not an easy throw." TJ no. Watt is no. right in his face with his arms fully extended. Like it's not an easy throw for anyone. So. Now, is it, you know, is the argument then, does your transcendent MVP quarterback need to make that throw? Probably. Probably. Does your top three paid tight end in the league need to make that catch? You know, in those situations, probably. But that, that's not why the Ravens lost the game. Ultimately, Lamar Jackson and Mark Andrews needed to make that play. One of the top, one of the, you know, three times they made it down on the red zone and came with the field goal or, or through the pick. Mm-hmm. It's not, the Steelers were not, were not competent until the fourth quarter offensively. And that's because they just, you know, they had enough life to get back into it. You know, the Marlon Humphrey thing stinks. You know, the Ravens at this point are just a, 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 an injured child themselves. The offensive line is a, is a total, is a total disaster. I mean, they're just so completely bad. And Lamar is teams have figured out. They're just going to send pressure and make Lamar make decisions. And Lamar at this point has not made good enough decisions did you for the most see... part. But he's also made sometimes he's made great decision in transcendent plays. And it's like, oh my God. But you know. Have you seen the uh the quink and being like um or no not wink. He was talking, I think he was talking about Roman because he was talking about how they threw cover zero at us and like you can only go to the well so many times and sound like yeah, I mean Obviously, he answered it how he was going to answer it, but he sounded a, a, a bit peeved off. What was the context of the quote again? Let me see it. I, I, I got I to gotta find it. Um, 
let's see, Harbaugh, cover zero. Sorry, I should have had that ready. Um, also, another another thing I was looking at, obviously, with this, with this loss, and I b- baseball, this is a big thing, the run differential. The point differential for the Ravens right now, plus 22, which is kind of like, you know, again, for an 8-4 and four team, it's kind of like it's it's just, you know, it's not exactly where you want it. I, I, I mean, I think I think I don't remember when we made this point during the weekly show. I think Banks said it in terms of like the rejiggering the expectations of like, oh, is it Super Bowl or bust? I mean, this is clearly where this team is. Like, this is not a Super Bowl team right now. Like, mm-hmm. there's just no chance. Like, you know, could is there a scenario where somehow they gel offensively, you know, across the line and you have the quarterback that you have and you know, but there's just so many injuries. The offensive line is just, it's just not good enough. It just isn't. It's just, you know, no disrespect to those guys, but like you watch those games and you watch what Lamar Jackson has to deal with. And that's not an excuse for him. Like he's also got to play better and he's not, he's, as you said, the interceptions is an issue. You know, that's a bad pick he threw in the first half or in the first drop. So here, John, this is, they don't, they don't look like that kind of team right now, despite their positioning within no, the, you're, you're right. in the conference. Jonah Schaefer says, John Harbaugh with an interesting comment on what changed for the Ravens defense in the fourth quarter. So I had it backwards. They hit cover zero coverage a couple of times. So you go to that well, you go to the well too many times and they get you. That's what happened. So again, kind of, kind of a weird quote when asked about it, but hmm. yeah. I mean, the thing is, but they, they live and die going to that stuff. I mean, I think that they're like, you know, that's the way they want to play. And the Ravens defense was really good for three quarters. Really good. Like I was, you know, thinking about it watching. I was like, man, maybe this is just going to be my, <laughs> when I was thinking of like, oh, what points am I going to make when we do this instant analysis at the end of the third quarter, when I thought we were sort of just going to be able to grind out a win. I was like, man, this is just a really old school Baltimore Ravens team. Can't score, but just you know holds teams to ten points every game and just grits out wins because that's what this team has started. That's what the team has felt like the past three or four weeks. Like defense, you know, plays well enough. You know, this isn't a vintage vintage Ravens defense, but it's done enough jobs, and then they have one good drive a game, which is essentially what the Ravens have had. I mean, the touchdown numbers are so down. Um. Yeah, I mean, yeah. outside outside it's, of the uh, like you said, outside of the ninety nine, I mean, the ninety nine yard touchdown drive was was a great drive. That was like a oh shit, okay, here we go, that'll get us going. And then I mean, the the final drive at the end where they're like, well, it's third and fourteen, let's see what they can do. And then it's like boom, boom, forty five yards and two plays, and you're like, all right, now they're cooking. But outside of that, Taylor, I think you said it. I mean, the whole offense, it just they just looked very pedestrian. Just very felt pedestrian. like that first drive of the game was so huge. If they just if they punch that in, it just doesn't feel like, you know, it feels like that's the beginning of the end for Pittsburgh. Seven nothing, beginning of the game. The way it went last week for Pittsburgh, and you, you know that's why that Lamar. Even if you go three nothing, you just drive down and score, score those points first. It's three nothing. You know, yeah, just yeah. You take the crowd out of it. You didn't don't, take advantage of opportunities. You have to take advantage of those opportunities when you get down there, and they just. They, they, they've done it so well. They've been so good in the red zone the past few years with Lamar. And this was an example when they weren't. Yeah. It was frustrating too, because that 99 yard drive before that, it felt like there were a series of plays that were just 
indicative of a like this just isn't going to be your day kind of things like oh that pick wasted opportunity oh this punt just happens to bounce the right ways where it just finds a way to be inside the one yard line there it was just Hmm. like well shit it's going to be one of those days huh and then for us to answer and go 99 yards down the field it was very comforting and i felt that we were in a great position and that that you know was going to press forward for the rest of the game and it didn't um, and then another thing, like if, if it seems as though as we've scratched out a lot of these wins late, we have been at our best as the game has gone on longer. Uh, we've had our legs defensively a bit more. We've been able to run the ball a bit more effectively. We really didn't have a chance to run the ball in the fourth quarter because they held the ball for most of the, the Steelers held the ball for most of that quarter. And then when we got the ball, we had to throw, but um, it was just a stark contrast. This game, we seemed to wear down we were on the receiving end of something that we've given the teams all season. And it's, it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good. It, it just, and then it just stinks. Cause like we, we could be having a completely different conversation right now. If Mark Andrews can just find a way to, to pull that in or Lamar, there's a little better. It's just, that's football. Yeah. I do think the, I do think, um, I do think there would be similar aspects though, in the sense that <laughs> it would be, we would be, you know, it'd be nine and three, but there's just, so, you just so many warning signs when you watch the team, like you just, you just think off and the, the offensive line, I just keep going back to the offensive line and just watching it in, you know, the phase in running and, and throwing and, and they just, it just doesn't feel like, they're going to get spite of everything they're in nine and three. And it's an amazing story to be in this position, but ultimately it will just crumbling down because the variance of winning all of these close games over and over and over eventually just comes back to haunt you. Like you just, you can't do this for, you know, every single week. Um, so I'm sure the Ravens will play another close game next week, but <laughs> I mean, there's just no chance they aren't. There's going to happen. They're going to, you know, Play well it also enough. looks like we have um I mean again we talked about it Lamar getting hit and getting sacked and again he he's back to frustrated Lamar and I don't blame him I don't think anyone blames him but like the body language where he's slamming the ball spiking the ball I know some of the Steelers were calling for like a penalty I think he either he got sacked or it was it was it was a it was a false start when we had like a third and two or something like that yeah and he spikes the ball right in the ground and they were calling for that, but it's, he's, I mean, you know, and then obviously you saw him upset after the, after the two point conversion, but it's, it's just that, that not great body language, which again, I don't think anyone blames him for. I think, I think every, he has all the right to be pissed off you know? because again, he's got guys in his face every, every single play. So that's just, that was just something I noticed from, it's not just this game. It's been, you know, a couple of games. Yeah. Harbaugh said post game back to the, you know, the final, decision there on the two-pointer they are essentially out of corners um so tough when an injury forces you to make that kind of decision you know when you're not really at your full strength so you have to kind of make a decision based on the fact you don't feel like you can stop them and you had the game in your hands at that point and credit to them i mean he stuck the two fingers up immediately so they knew i think I think that was the right call, even if they had corners. Like, I think, again, I think you go for the throat, you go for the kill. I mean, because, again, how many times have we seen short – think back to the Chiefs game, the end of the Chiefs game, and they need one yard. 
Like they can line up and get it. Um, they just, it just didn't happen. And like, I, I haven't seen that many people going against Harbaugh again. I mean, I, I think that was a hundred percent the right call. I, I don't know. It seems like you guys are in that same camp. Um, and then again, you toss on the injury news and it's like, well, you can me Smith on, on Johnson, you know, in the second, in, in overtime, if it, if it gets there, all right, good luck. Good luck. I mean, nothing against Jimmy, but he was already having a day and I don't, I don't, I don't see that getting any better, you know, against uh, Jimmy Smith. Yeah. I mean, everyone pretty much saying all the right things post game. Andrew's kind um, of and bit it and took yeah and, and 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 took responsibility for it. Lamar said it was tough to if you know Andrews catches it. The game's over. So, ay ay ay. Um, yeah, the Mar the Marlon Humphrey thing stopped. I mean, they're they're just we're back to the situation like last year. The Ravens just don't have any corners. <laughs> the Ravens just running out of corners every single year. Um. So we'll see how they, you know, there's no way to replace a guy like that. Um, and, you know, you're going, you're going to end up back in the situation where you're playing these teams. Like, yeah, who's, who's, who's covering, as you said, who's covering Jamar Chase, who's covering Cooper Cup, who's covering Devontae Adams. That'll be fun. Um, you know, that's, that's going to be a real problem. I, I didn't think at times the Ravens got a ton of pressure like they did last week um, on Ben Roethlisberger, especially in that fourth quarter. They didn't, um, he was kind of able to deliver the football where he needed to. Um, Deontay Johnson turned into a little bit of a problem, so it's pretty Just good. Just an another, you know, copy and paste receiver from from Pittsburgh. Yeah, it's funny that all the talk the last few years has been about Smith Schuster, and then last year Claypool. You know, everyone freaked out about a few of the performances, but Johnson is clearly the guy. I mean, he is again. It's fantastic. it's like when they it's like when they had Mike Wallace and Antonio Brown and and Emmanuel Sanders. It's like they they just keep. Yeah these guys they're they're the rays they're the rays with pitchers they just they just make them in a factory ravens would obviously have the the number one seed uh they now drop out of that spot new england holds that that now time is a flat circle. crazy new england and and buffalo tomorrow ravens <laughs> number one seed in the afc still all there for the taking as crazy as that sound is i feel like <laughs> We, we go through these weeks over and over and, and these are ups and downs, but the Ravens are still in position if they can figure out a way to, but you know, you're watching Tyree Phillips play right tackle and you're watching them have no corners. You're like, where is this end up going? If guys just cannot get healthy, just no way to, no way for it to be sustainable. Um, but just a missed opportunity, a missed opportunity for the Ravens all the way around here. Um but they get helped. They got helped, you know, divisionally during the game because the Chargers, um, unless I totally missed something that happened at the end there, as the Maryland Terrapins were playing uh, basketball, um, charging the Bengals, and then um, Cleveland let a buy, so no moving from Cleveland. But anything else, guys? Oh, mm. Banks, you look so miserable. I'm miserable. I was trying to I was trying to buy time to get that Chargers Bengals were 41 22 Chargers. Big win for them. But the Bengals drop out. So Ravens, number one, number one in the AFC North, baby. <laughs> mm -hmm. Again, it's it's but like you look at Twitter and, and it's like the sky is falling. Obviously, I know the team isn't in Yeah, it's nuts. it's 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 so fast. It's such a fascinating situation because I think I think if I, you know, a man that voices the fan base as you do, Banks, I think like what you say makes a lot of sense when you 
what you said at the top, when you look at it, it's just miserable thinking about Humphrey being out, thinking about the state of the way the team looks and believing that they can reach, you know, the lofty, lofty goals that everyone has. I think that's the depressing part about the loss. Yeah. He throw, it's exactly what you said too. throw the Super Bowl out the window. Like what? And, and it's, when you start to realize that you also start to think about like, what, uh, what is it even worth trying to win the division? Like, cause you're supposed to go try to do that. But like, we're out here to win Super Bowls. It's Baltimore, man. That's like what we're about. We're trying to win a Super Bowl. And it's just like, you can't even possibly imagine that that's even remotely in the cards this year. So. Brandon Williams had 11 tackles. He was making tackles downfield, like <laughs> behind the play. He was running down plays. I'm just doing a quick back score check to make sure we didn't miss anything. That is a wild stat. Lamar Jackson, you guys want to guess his QBR? Not that QBR means anything. 30, 32. Um, 28. 42.7. Okay. Okay. 42.7. Eight carries for 65 yards, 23 of 37 for 253. I'm sure, I'm sure that a lot of that was padded by that, that last drive. Yeah, Ravens ran the ball 25 times for 101 yards. Never felt like they were able to, you know, really pound with the running game for a period of time. I do want to say uh, Devontae Freeman just continues to play very, very hard in all these games. I, I you know, I don't know if he's, you know, the, the, the answer that the Ravens would love to have but he's playing pretty well. So I'm with you. I thought he brought a lot of energy and like he was chopping it up with people. He was, he was talking his shit. Um, But again, yeah, I I thought he was playing very well. He looked, he looked, he looks fresh. He looks young. His legs look like, you know, they've got energy. So yeah, I don't know. He's, it seems like he's not saying guys aren't, but he's giving it his all and, and trying to will these guys, you know, and will the running game. So good, good for him. I don't know. A, a, a nice little rejuvenation. Ravens back in action next week. Um, you know, they, they got a little nice little break here before they're, you know, in their two game series with the Browns over the course of three weeks. Um, one o'clock next week in Cleveland. And it's back home for the Packers at Bengals, home for the Rams, home for the Steelers to finish it off in the regular season. And we'll see where they are at that point. Tough one. Tough one. Tough. Temperature gets turned up on the gauntlet. The next Temperature is very much turned up. We'll be back this week. Normal show. Break down Ravens-Browns, which it feels like we literally just did because we literally just did that. Copy uh, and paste it. Yeah, pretty much a copy week. and paste. The Bengals, or excuse me, the Browns. Oh, like, let's see what they did after the Ravens game. Oh, they didn't play. So <laughs> not much more to take away other than getting healthy. And uh, we'll see who else from the Ravens can possibly figure a way to get her over the next three days before we uh, talk about it again. So, um, yeah, tough one, tough one. Uh, Banks, Eric, at E-D-I-T-T-I-22. Follow the podcast at XP2 Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Thanks to all of our supporters, such as uh, our guys at Fed Thrill, um, Fed Level Monday, get the shirts. And as always, Jimmy Seafood, Ravens lose to the Steelers 20 to 19 in Pittsburgh. We will see you next time on the Exit 52 podcast presented by Jimmy's Seafood.